0: We want to thank today's sponsor of our show, Byberg Small Business Insurance. Entrepreneurship is full of challenges and uncertainties. Your insurance policy doesn't need to be one of them. You can visit Byberg.com to get a quote in minutes, purchase your policy, and be covered the next day. Policies start as low as $35 a month.
1: You can also call 1-866-757-4487 to speak directly with a licensed agent who will gladly help you through the process and answer any questions you might have. Thank you to Byberg Business Insurance for being a sponsor of the Already Friends podcast. And as always, we'll link this in our show notes as well as on our website if you guys want to check it out.
0: Hello, and welcome back to the Already Friends Podcast. This is Allison. And this is Kara. Today, we're going to be talking about activities to do with your friends. This is a follow-up from last week where we talked about how to make and maintain friends. And a big part of maintaining friendships is how you spend time together. So we were like, you know what? This deserves a whole episode on its own because like we said last week, as the Already Friends Podcast, we need to bring you guys more friendship content. But first, we're going to catch up, share our peaks of the week, some announcements, and then we'll get into it. Yay. Amazing. Okay. So, excited for this conversation. But first, Allison, what have you been up to? I have been in deep cleaning OCD crazy mode in the last week when I switched my apartment into the Airbnb and then my apartment side over into the new wave store side in the store down into 1404. It all like happened very fast and I had to prioritize getting 1404 open in March and then I had to get the Airbnb prioritized to open in early May. And so my apartment conversion side really took a backseat. Like I... I kind of set it up and it was functional, but it was not how I would have wanted it just because it all like haphazardly kind of got thrown together. So I spent the last week like setting it up in a way that now that I'm like, okay, I'm going to kind of be here for a while with Clay and I's like living situation, which I think Clay is going to come on for an episode next month. So... We can get into that then. But now I feel so much better and more grounded because the things in the drawers were like tools or things that I had needed when it was new wave in here or like paper bags or technology things instead of it being like, oh, this this is my kitchen drawer or these are some towels. So it just needed like a deep purge clean. And I took like four bags and boxes of stuff to the thrift store. And I feel so much better. The crazy thing, I think maybe everyone can relate to this. When you take stuff to the thrift store, it's like really hard in the moment to let, take the stuff out and be like, okay, I'm just going to donate all this stuff. But after you drop it off, it feels so good. And then like three days later, you're like, I don't even know what I took there. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel that way? Like you don't even miss
1: it. No, I've literally been meaning to ask you for advice on that topic because sometimes... I'll take things to the thrift store. And I agree. Like, I literally forget what I take and it feels so good. But then sometimes I like get donation regret. I don't know if that happens to you, but I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I donate that? Like, and then I have to talk to Connor and he's like, that was $5. Like, it's fine. You can just replace it. But I'm like, no, like, I don't know why. I'm like, why did I donate that? But like, it needs to happen. Like, you can't just keep bringing stuff into your house and not get rid of stuff.
0: I know. Like, when you think about it, like, so many times you go out and you run errands in your day to day life. And like, I feel like you were always bringing stuff. You said, in, in, in and how often do we actually remove things out so it's like no wonder that things pile up so easily and you get gifts and there's holidays and you go to the grocery store and then there's all this random stuff that's like well I could use this for this thing or what if I host like that dinner party or yada 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 Mm -hmm. but I was really feeling claustrophobic Mm -hmm. from having so much stuff and I would like go to the Airbnb side which didn't have shit anywhere because I was like oh I want it to be really clean for the guests I want there to be like two things in the cabinet like just enough dishes for like four people to eat here just enough towels like we're not gonna have like all this random shit like exactly the cleaning supplies that we need and I would go over there and I'm like this is so relaxing this is how I feel when I travel Mm -hmm. and it like made an aha moment for me that I'm like okay when I go and travel somewhere the hotel or the hostel or the eco boutique hotel or whatever they're always like very minimal you know there's not like just like a ton of crap in the hotel rooms and so that feels really calming to me and I was starting to get this like itch of like okay I just like, I need to get out of here. And I was like, why am I feeling that way? And I was like, I think it's because there's like so much stuff in here that I don't need. And it's like taking up mental weight in my brain of like, it's just bothering me. I don't really know how to explain it. So I got like a lot of glassware. Well, yes, I already had it, but I took a lot of my food out of the packaging, put it in the glass jars, slimmed down what decor items I had on the shelves, did my method where rather than just trying to take items out of a drawer or out of a closet that you don't need, I take everything out of that one room and then only put back the stuff that I'm keeping. And Mm -hmm. then it leaves me with this massive pile outside the closet or drawer room. And I'm like, God, there's all this stuff. And so then I just donate it. And... If you really want more tips, the Minimalist podcast, and there's actually either a docu-series or a documentary on it on Netflix, I believe. I watch it. It's great. And they have some method where if you don't use something within 30 days or you there's some like three thirty thirty 30 rule that they have, I'll have to look it back up or I'll link um, an article or something in the show notes. But it was really helpful when I was first into my purging maybe like a year or two ago. And they say like, if you don't, if you can't get the item within 30 minutes, then maybe that's something to hold on to. But if it's just something, like you said, this $5 thing that you can just go to the store and get, go to the thrift store, borrow from a friend, then it's, you don't need to hold on to it.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, that's good tips because yeah, I just sometimes it's hard to get rid of stuff. I don't know why or like clothes, but I always think about what would Allison do? She would donate it or sell it. So,
0: What type of items do you feel like it's more sentimental items or furniture or like functional things that you have a harder time parting with?
1: Um, I think it's clothes because just random times where I'm like, oh, I might need this pink dress or I might need this statement jacket. And it's like, yeah, I might need that at some point. But I don't know. There's only so much room in my closet for stuff. I know.
0: I definitely only kind of get seller's regret if I see a photo or something. Like, it's not like in my day to day life, I'm like, wow, I really missed that one Harley Davidson shirt that I sold three years ago. But then I'll like see an old photo and I'm like, damn, that was a sick shirt. Why did I ever sell that? But like, then yeah. it's so fleeting. And yeah. it's like, okay, you know what? That's fine. Now I have a different one. Yeah. I think it's
1: good to just get in the habit of keeping your closet rotating, of or just not holding on to things, I guess, not always rotating your closet, but like being able to get rid of stuff when you buy new things. So I'll, I'll definitely yeah, I, check out that podcast. I know you've plugged that before and the documentary on Netflix. So I will definitely have to watch that.
0: Yeah, they're, I like the way they go about it. They don't like shame people for having stuff. They're like, we were in the same boat and we realized that like stuff was taking over our lives. And it like stuff actually makes me feel like, more overwhelmed and less productive because then I feel like I have to clean my apartment or organize this thing before I can like focus on a task or Mm -hmm. I can't relax when I get off work because there's like all this stuff that I have to tidy up. And now that I have like a really, I mean, even from a few years ago, like I've slimmed down what I have in my living space so much that maybe if someone's coming in here, it's like, how is it always so clean? And it's like, well, there's not really like that much to clean or put away because I just reduced the amount of stuff that I have. You guys, this is probably taking it too far, but... Since it's just me living over here at the apartment, and then I left a lot of the stuff over at the Airbnb, I have one plate, four <laughs> bowls, and like two spoons, two forks, two knives. Cause I'm like, I don't really need more than this. Like, mm-hmm. what would I need a whole cabinet full of like all of these dishes for?
1: No, that definitely feels claustrophobic having too many plates. Because I know at one point we had two sets of plates just because when we first moved into our house, people were giving us hand-me-downs and stuff. And I'm like, we need to donate some of these because like I feel overwhelmed. And you've said this before, but when you have eight plates, eight dishes or eight bowls, you will just use all eight. And then you have eight things to clean instead of just cleaning one or two or however many you need and just consistently using those, but then the dishes pile up or you get Mm -hmm. a full dishwasher
0: every night. I feel like you've totally said that before and I totally relate to that. Absolutely. Because then you're going to wait until the whole sink is full to do the dishes where (laughs) if you only have like one smoothie cup, a couple of coffee mugs or whatever, you're forced to wash them right there in that moment because you're going to need it for the next meal or before you eat your next meal, I guess. Yeah, I
1: definitely have memories going to a friend's house and they were like the one cup family where you got one cup the whole week the whole day. And I vividly remember that. They're like, okay, Kara, this is your cup. Like you don't get another one. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. But I mean, now it makes so much sense because the amount of times like I come downstairs with my nightside table having eight
0: cups on it, it's absurd. Yeah. And it's because you can, because you you're have. you like, oh, I, I have another one downstairs. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. bad. So taking the time to clean your space, I feel like in the moment, yeah, did I give up like my day off to deep clean for like 16 hours? Yes. But <laughs> now I get the long-term gratification of it being set up how I want, which makes me want to spend more time in here. like. Mm -hmm. All of that. So upfront. Yeah, sure. It's a lot of work, but it's always worth it to me. Um, So if anyone has been feeling the urge to purge, do it. It'll be worth Mm it.
1: (laughs) Yay. Okay, great. And you're home this week. Yes, I've been home this week. Updates here. I've been dog-sitting. My parents... Did I say that last week? Was I with them? Maybe I, I still was so. watching them. Okay, okay, yeah. So I have Dudley and Daphne, the two English cream gold retrievers. Uh, my parents went to go watch my brother play baseball out in Washington State in Walla Walla this week. So I'm watching their dogs. And it's Margot, my German Shepherd, and then these two gold retrievers. So it's a full house. It's chaotic. It's hairy. I've been vacuuming like every single day. <laughs> But it's fun. They're my childhood dogs. I got Dudley when I was a senior in high school. And then Daphne, we got um, the end of my freshman year of college. So they're 10 and 8. So they're a little bit older. But yeah, it's been fun having them back. They're so naughty. They do not walk well at all. They're definitely like dog park dogs. So I'm hoping that uh, I can take them to Bar K. We have like this cool restaurant, bar, dog park situation in St. Louis called Barquet. And you can go and like have lunch and then the dogs just like play or you can go and like get drinks if that's what you want to do. But yeah, it's a fun little place. So I'm hoping I can go there and then also update my sister's in town. My sister got five days off for work and then her and her fiance were going to do a trip. But then last minute, her fiance had to go on a work trip in the Dominican Republic, Julian. And so then McKenna was like so upset. She's like, I just took off work for five days and I have nothing to oh. do. I'm like, well, if you Have anything to do? I will buy you a flight to St. Louis if you want to come hang out with me. And I think she looked at some other options first before committing (laughs) to St. Louis because, like, who wants to go on vacation to St. Louis? Like, sorry if you're from St. Louis and you love it, but you know, it's not like the top destination for vacation. Um, but now she's here and we're hanging out, we're just doing sister things. I'm also kind of working this week, but in between me working and after work, we've been doing fun stuff. So, yesterday we played pickleball with some of my friends, and that was a blast. And yeah, it's going to be something I'm going to talk about later in the episode for activities to do with friends because I'm just now a pickleball girly and I'm loving it. But yeah, that's the updates here. Watching my parents' dogs and hanging out with McKenna.
0: Oh, my God. Not to like steal the mic, but while you're talking <laughs> about dogs, I've had this pet thing that I've been wanting to share for like three months, but I there like hasn't been an appropriate time. And it's how to be... Now perfect. Now perfect. Yes. So thank you for talking about dogs. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's how to be like the best pet parent ever. And okay, this sounds a little woo-woo, but imagine that your dog is you, but in dog form. And because I feel like Peaches is so well-behaved and people like, I always bring her down to the shop with me. I take her everywhere. We go for walks downtown with no lease. She was like in the car. People are like, how is your dog so well-behaved? And I think it's because I imagine that she's like me and like a person. And so I'm really in tune with her needs. So every time you do something as yourself, your dog probably needs that same thing. So like if I'm working on my laptop or recording the podcast and then I get up to go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, Peaches probably has to go to the bathroom. I should let her out. If I've been in a, all day, and I start to feel like anxious and cooped up. Like I need to walk. Peaches probably needs to walk. If we're sitting outside at the park, and I'm like, damn, I'm so thirsty. I forgot water. Peaches with her fur coat probably very hot. Like there's just so many needs that dogs have that we do that we need as people too. And so if I just like meet her needs at the same time that I'm meeting my needs, or if I'm like bored of my food, I'm like, oh, I just really want like a really satisfying meal. And then I like go to pick up takeout. I'll like get her wet food or something too. So. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> she's so spoiled. And obviously she's my only dog and I don't have kids, so I'm able to do this for her. But I just feel like it helps you be a really good pet parent if you just tend to your animal's needs at the same time as you tend to them and like when they're on a walk not like just like yanking them on the leash like imagine if you were the dog and you're like (laughs) just getting yanked by the neck you're like dude I was literally just smelling the flowers like I've been in the house all day I've been such a good dog while you've been working and you're at work and I can't just like smell stuff for 15-20 minutes on this walk so sometimes when Peaches and I go on a walk I'll like prep her and I'll be like okay today's walk is for exercise we're not gonna smell a lot of stuff We we need the miles we're just gonna like go for a two mile walk or there's times where I'm like okay this is this walk is for you right now because you haven't been out of the house and I feel like you're kind of bored so I'm going to let you smell every single thing and I'm not going to get irritated and I'm just going to like scroll on my phone while you smell a bunch of stuff and oh I don't know I just I feel like there's so many I wish I had known that when I was in college because I just couldn't figure out how to meet her needs and someone should be like barking or have accents in the house like I just like couldn't figure out why she was quote-unquote being a bad dog but I just like wasn't taking care of her good enough mm-hmm Oh, that's so sweet. And have you seen that TikTok about dogs sniffing on walks? No. And why it's
1: important? It was kind of going around, but it was just saying that you're letting your dogs sniff on walks is kind of like what you're saying is like fulfilling their needs for communicating with other dogs because they it's kind of like getting their daily news or getting the scoop because they can smell what other dogs are there what mood that dog was in like it's kind of like the gossip of the neighborhood is like through these dogs sniffs and if you're like yanking on them and rushing them it's
0: like depriving them of using their scent abilities and being able to communicate with other dogs. Wow yes like because isn't scent the most important scent uh, of the five senses the most important one for them? Um, I don't know, but that sounds right. <laughs> I think so. Because I think that's also yeah. why you're not supposed to take them on the same walking loop all the time. You're supposed to switch it up a lot so that they're like, there's new smells and sounds and sights for them to, you know, be more stimulated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I just Google it. A dog's nose is a hundred thousand
1: times more sensitive than ours. Like that's crazy. And it's, yeah, so important for them to be able to communicate, explore, and evaluate their surroundings. Oh. Stimulates their mind, tires them out. It's fun. Yeah. If you guys are pulling on your dogs when they're sniffing things on a walk next time, just let them do it.
0: Yeah. They're not they're like trying for to be so a bad long. dog. No. They're just like doing what they do. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I love those tips. I think those are great. <laughs> and as someone who definitely personifies their dog and is convinced they're also human, I wholeheartedly agree with all of those. Yay. I love this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. And Peaches, I can confirm Peaches is like the best dog ever. Oh, thank you. She didn't used to be because I didn't used to be the best dog parent ever. In college, I was just way too busy. She got left. I would, you know, have to go study. I'd have to go to class. I had to go to work. And now... I've learned how to be a better pet parent. She's thriving. You're thriving. Oh. Everyone's killing it. <laughs> I gave her the last thing because this was actually part of my catch up. I gave her a, a long bath yesterday and I'm not joking. I should have taken a video. She loves her bath so much. I stood in the bathroom and opened the shower curtain. And I was like, peaches want a bath? And she ran in and jumped into the bathtub with the shower running. Like that's how much she loves her bath. But that's also like, if you think about it, we get to shower. Think how good we as humans feel when we're like so clean you have that good long deep shower dogs get baths what like once a month at best yeah yeah i know for german
1: shepherds you can't you can't wash their coat more than twice a year it's like (gasps) bad for their oils
0: wow
1: i think you can you can we rinse them off with water like if if we feel like she's dirty we can rinse her off with water and stuff but yeah no shampoo because do they self-clean more like a cat um, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's something with like their fur. If you shampoo too much, it can cause a lot of irritation and like rashes and stuff.
0: Whoa! I'm yeah. kind of jealous because Peach's fur is so high maintenance. We got to do the whole mm. bath, brush, trimming thing like constantly. Yeah,
1: but no, I, well, I think yeah. That's so funny that she loves them because Dudley and Daphne hate baths, so it's so fun. And they like to roll in mud. Like, that's just so drip,
0: or golden retriever of them, honestly. Does she love that they're there or is she like, why are you guys at my house?
1: <laughs> I think both. Like, sometimes she's definitely an only dog. Like, do you feel like Peaches is an only child dog? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the same as Margo. Like, total only child energy. So, I think she likes having a playmate around because Daphne will play with her. They'll kind of romp around the backyard for a little bit, but Dudley does not. He's just just a big boy. He's old. He's lazy. (laughs) He just likes to lay down and eat. (laughs) He likes to eat and go for walks. But, yeah, I think she likes playing with Daphne, but I think sometimes she's like, okay, when are you guys going home? Like, when are you leaving? (laughs) Yeah, this was a fun play date, but... Uh, back to me being an only child, please. Yeah, yeah. So peak of the week? Okay, yes. I would say my peak of the week is feeling better. I had a nasty cold last week from traveling and just doing the most. So I'm finally on the up and up. And I think my other peak would be picking up pickleball more as a hobby. I've played twice now last week and it's so fun. And I want to just continue doing it while it's nice out. Did you have to get special pickleball stuff? So Connor bought a four person pickleball set. I think last summer we had like a house party and he bought it just in the event that we would like set it up and play. We, We ended up not doing that, but so we've had it, but I think it's pretty affordable to buy some paddles, some balls. And literally everyone we played with like has their own pickleball paddles and balls. So I feel like it's just a phenomenon. I think everyone's picking it up. Everyone has a paddle and balls, it feels like, at least in my circle friends. So yeah, if you've been thinking about it, I highly recommend. It's just like such an easy sport to
0: play. And then you just go on a tennis court, right?
1: Yeah, they... I don't know. It depends where you are. Like where I live, they've converted a lot of courts into pickleball courts. I think the net is smaller. It's a little Mm. bit smaller of a, right, yeah, court. So I think that's why it's even more accessible because it's like less, you know, less of a court to run around. It's a little bit smaller. The ball's easier to hit over. Like it's it's like ping pong mixed with tennis. And that's why I think it's like such a good activity for people to play, which yeah, again, I'll say it here in a little bit, but like it's just so good for people because anyone can
0: start and have never played before and like they're good.
1: Mm -hmm. So
0: yeah. It's so fun. Have you played before? No. I loved badminton, like when we, which is not the same, but similar-ish concept. No, similar. Yeah. When we would have badminton day in high school, it was like my favorite gym sport. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like it's you so would fun. love pickleball.
1: I think we both need to be in our pickleball era.
0: Um, There's this new place in Omaha. It's like a really trendy pickleball bar. They like have pickleball courts oh. and like a taco place in there. Uh, Blue Sky. I think that's what it's called. Let me look it up. Okay. So if anyone... Yeah, Blue Sky, Patio, and Pickleball. And it's like... Okay, that's so bougie. fun. Right? Yeah. I've learned
1: that there. the move is to, I guess, yeah, go somewhere like that or like reserve a court because we tried to play. We went to two different parks just to like go to the free courts and they were all taken. Wow. So, yeah, this was last night. We, tr- we drove to one park, totally full, Second park, totally full. And so at Forest Park, which is like the big park here in St. Louis, like Central Park, you know, same vibe, you can rent a court for $10 an hour. And honestly, that was so worth it just to like show up and know that we had a court because mm-hmm. it is
0: so popular right now to play pickleball. I definitely feel like it is really, really popular like on the West Coast and like I hear it on other podcasts, but Omaha being a bit behind, I feel like it hasn't really made its way here yet. Like no one in my social circles has play, has been playing pickleball that I know of. So but I do I do hear about it on other podcasts all the time. I just haven't made the jump. <laughs> I
1: think I'm gonna challenge you before the summer's over or before fall's over to play. Because you can even play like you and one other person. Because we had six people yesterday. So we had two courts. And like me and McKenna were playing 1v1 for a little bit. And it was still so fun. I love that. So, yay.
0: Okay. What's your V of the week? Um, okay. I also have two. One, I got a massage. That was really, really nice and really needed. And I'm proud of myself for booking it in advance. Part of this, like, I let my passport ex- expire era has allowed me to book things in advance because when I had my passport, I'd always be like, well, I don't want to plan something like a month out because like, what if I'm taking a spontaneous trip? Like, I don't know why that I would like let that rule my life, but <laughs> i have just started to be like, it's okay. You can just plan things on the calendar. It's very new for me. I'm learning and I'm trying. <laughs> so I put this massage on a Friday and we had a big event at... 1404 on Saturday. And I also knew I had to work all day Sunday. So I deliberately scheduled the massage before going into a busy weekend. I was very proud of myself because it felt great. And I woke up Saturday morning feeling like my cup was full and that I could Do the whole thing. So, might have to try that more often. And then, my other one, I'm not even just saying this because of the podcast, but (laughs) I have just been getting the nicest DMs lately. I mean, you guys are always so sweet and send nice messages, but I've just had a few listeners send like really, really heartwarming, long personal messages lately that were so rewarding and so validating to hear. And I haven't replied to all of them because I'm the worst, but just know that I appreciate them so much. And thank you guys for sending because it like truly makes my day. I like send them to my mom and Clay and like reflect on it in my journal. So thank you guys for showing gratitude for the podcast because we love doing it, but it's great for us to hear feedback, you know? Mm -hmm. That's so
1: sweet. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes that hours and hours of work. So it's nice to get Some nice messages that the hard work is paying off.
0: Yeah. And with that, we have our little jingle at the very end, but we are doing a giveaway if you guys leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you never make it to the very end of the episode, we are doing that. You can listen (laughs) at the very end for details on the giveaway, but we appreciate ratings and reviews. It helps the show grow, helps us get more sponsors, allows us to put more time and effort in. Yes. And the faster we hit, I
1: think it's 500 reviews for each platform, the faster the giveaway is over. So if you're listening to this, just go to Apple, write one sentence of what you're liking about the podcast, give us a nice rating, and then send us a
0: screenshot and you're entered. Woohoo. Woohoo. We're going to take a quick break to talk about today's sponsor of our show, Vibework Small Business Insurance. As the new business owner, you might feel lost and overwhelmed, so talking to an insurance expert can be really reassuring and provide peace of mind so you can spend more time running your business and doing what you love. Whether you're a contractor, landscaper, photographer, podcaster, life coach, consultant, notary, or maybe you own a business like a travel agency, a boutique, or healthcare and social assistance industries, whatever you do with your small business, there's a good chance insurance can protect you and your company from the potential risk of owning an operating a business. We actually had on insurance advisor, Ben Topping from
1: Byberg on episode 131. And he actually talked us through real life small business scenarios where insurance was crucial. We both learned so much in the episode. And I definitely feel more empowered as an entrepreneur now knowing what I know about insurance and how it's so important for businesses, not only for myself, but for our listeners too. In this episode, you'll hear about the different types of small business insurance policies, why you need it and what it covers. If you call 1-866-757-4487, you can speak with one of BuyBurk's licensed agents, and they'll walk you through each of their policy types and how to get a specific policy for your business needs. Or you can call that number to purchase a policy within minutes. You can also go to BuyBurk.com and be covered the next
0: day. BuyBurk is part of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway Company, so you can trust they will be there financially. They have a 4.9-star average customer review rating, and it is truly a one-stop shop for your business insurance needs, which is amazing, and policies start as low as $35 a month. Thank you to Biberk for sponsoring our show and having been on in episode 131. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Rosetta Stone. They are the most trusted language learning program out there. They've been experts for 30 years and millions of users have trusted them to help them learn second, third, fourth languages. And this is especially timely for me because one of my goals for the year, I literally just said this in our Patreon goal setting workshop last week, is that I want to learn Spanish I studied German in college, and unfortunately, I don't get to go to Germany or Austria very often, but I have been spending a lot of time in South America and Mexico. I spent all of January in Colombia, and I loved it so much that I'm going back in April. I'm going to Tulum next week, and I'm like, you know what? It is time that I really buckle down and get better at Spanish. If you also are thinking of traveling more, learning second, third, fourth languages, I can't recommend getting started with Rosetta Stone enough. If you would like to get Rosetta Stone and not put off learning language any longer, there's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, already friends listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem 50% off at rosettastone.com today. And thank you to Rosetta Stone for sponsoring the Artie Friends podcast and helping me in my Spanish language learning journey. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the already friends podcast. This episode is sponsored by Honeylove. Honeylove is revolutionizing the bra game.
1: Can you think of a bra that you actually like to wear? One that doesn't poke you, does not hurt, and that you kind of forget that you're wearing? For me, I'm thinking of my Honeylove bra. I have fully said goodbye to wearing underwire and bulky fabric bras that trap heat. Honeylove's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. The fabric is super soft and it feels like a second skin and you'll immediately feel and notice the difference. Right now, I'm wearing the silhouette bra and I'm totally forgetting that I'm wearing a bra, but it totally lives. It feels so supportive It looks so good under shirts And it's not like those bras that give you that uniboob effect When you put on a tight shirt or tight clothes It separates, it lifts It does everything that a bra should be doing I'm also obsessed with the shapewear I have this superpower thong Which is kind of like this mid-stomach shapewear piece The way that it gives my body this hourglass shape That I did not know that I had And is so comfortable I have traditional shapewear from a few different brands And they kind of hurt so bad Within a couple hours I feel like I can't breathe But with Honey Loves shapewear it's so comfortable comfortable comfortable. It's meant to be able to breathe, to live your day-to-day life in. And I feel like I can definitely use the shapewear for my wedding. So I'm very excited about that. So if you're ready to step into that next level comfortable bra and shapewear, it's your time to get Honey Love. Go to honeylove.com slash alreadyfriends and you can get 20% off your entire order with that link. So it's honeylove.com, H-O-N-E-Y-L-O-V-E.com slash alreadyfriends for 20% off. Make sure to use that code to show your support of the show. And thanks again to Honey Love for sponsoring the Already Friends podcast okay let's read yours as speaks oh okay this is so appropriate hannah said going on reading dates at the library with my boyfriend we love that that you're doing a
0: fun and creative type of date that's i literally wrote that on the outline of an actually really yeah because you wrote your notes this morning and then i went in and added them after and that was one of them so i love that Okay, this is also very on brand. Max said, making friendship bracelets with my childhood bestie. Aw, that's
1: so cute. And we did some friendship bracelets. What? Two summers ago? Was that two summers ago? That's crazy.
0: Yeah, 2021. I will say we were so early to the friendship bracelet making game. Like I see (laughs) so many reels and TikToks of people making friendship bracelets. And I feel like we were like too early that it wasn't appreciated yet. And now we need to do it again because it's like getting popularity.
1: I love it. Okay, next one. Bridge said, my garden is thriving. Therefore, so am I. I love Mm -hmm. that. I aspire to be a garden girly.
0: So I'm living vicariously through you. And Amy said, "Raising a record-breaking amount of money at my work gala to support the arts." And then I also want to read this one from Grace because it's just so sweet and will be a great segue into this episode. She said, "Into this episode topic, she said today marks four months of solo van life full time. I feel so free, inspired, and in tune with nature. I love that for you. I'm glad that you." made the big life choice to do fan Life and you're enjoying it. Yay. And as always,
1: send in your peaks of the week to our Instagram story. We post it every Monday so you can write in what
0: has been... Your highlight of the week. Amazing. Okay, today's episode, activities to do with your friends. So I had this, I don't know if you want to call it like a breakthrough or a download from the universe or something, but I'd just been really on my heart and it's, I feel like very tied into how to make and maintain friends and activities to do with friends. So conceptually, you guys have maybe heard these terms, code switching, masking, self-censorship, but they're all ways where we kind of like choose to show versions of ourselves to certain people and therefore hide other parts of ourselves to try to belong and fit in with the group. Code switching is mostly for like cultural or maybe like religious views or your gender. Then masking is usually more in a little bit of like a disabled way where if you have some sort of physical or mental disability, you kind of try to not show it so that you don't feel judged maybe by someone doing it. And then self-censorship is where maybe you're with friends or family and then you stop yourself from saying something or expressing an authentic viewpoint or personality trait because you don't know how they'll accept it. And I just kind of wanted to start with that because we're going to share a lot of activities and some of them may resonate with you guys and some may not, and that's okay. Take what, take what resonates, leave the rest. But I've just like been reflecting on my friendships after last week's episode. And when I think about my deepest, most authentic, most nourishing friendships. They're the relationships where I feel like I have to self-censor, not mask, not code switch in front of because you can just be your true self. And I was reading some articles and that masking of your true self does take like a really deep mental, social, emotional toll, spiritual toll on yourself because you're like working in overtime to try to show a side of you that you think will be perceived in the best way Way and hide other parts of yourself, and obviously we want our our friendships to be nourishing and relaxing and enjoyable. So I think reflect on the relationships that you do have. And see if maybe that's an element of it, of that you feel that you can just be your true self around those people. And then the ones that you maybe have some resistance about, maybe it's because you feel like you have to hide parts of yourself. And I do think we need a variety of friendships, but maybe this is like a time where like the 80-20 rule could apply. Like maybe 80% of your friendships or your time with friends are those really good, nourishing, safe, great friendships. And then the 20% are maybe just the people that you meet up with every couple of months and they're like elevated acquaintances and we do this in other areas of our life and it isn't seen as weird I guess but like take eating 80% of the time you kind of want to eat healthy and then 20% of the time maybe you'd eat whatever you want when you're working out probably 80% of the time you're going to want to do a workout that you really enjoy and then maybe 20% of the time you do like a really, really hard workout that you're just like, oh my God, I got my heart rate up. Like that was so intense. But if you do that every time, you're going to get burned out. Likewise, with food, if you eat whatever you want all the time, like that's probably not great for your health. With your money, if you keep 80% of it for your regular spendings, then you do the hard thing and you put 20% away. So I I really do like that 80-20 rule and kind of tying into the eight dimensions of wellness. I felt like it was relevant here And yeah, I just wanted to kind of plant that angle while we talk about these activities because there are going to be maybe some values that you have or some relationships that you have that these activities could be really, really fun with or others that maybe that feels like too triggering or just like not aligned. And like, that's so okay. Yeah, I really like that
1: you said all that because it is so true. And I feel like no one ever talks about any of that. So I love that you brought all that up because I, as a Gemini rising is one of my astrology signs, I can totally feel playing the chameleon in relationships or friendships like I know that I've done that for forever of you know if someone's very high energy just like being high energy and matching that or if someone's more calm and chill and like has certain opinions on things like I'll totally match that and like I feel like you know like you said it has pros and cons and there's a time and place for code switching masking all that stuff but it is the most rewarding and feels the best when you're just with people who you can let your guard down you can be your true version of yourself and I want to say that for me personally, being in St. Louis, a city that I'm not from, and I've had to really put myself out there, meet people, meet those people that I can let my guard down and take my quote unquote mask off. I had to do activities like the ones that we're going to talk about here to get closer to my like acquaintances, to those people so that I could be the unfiltered version of myself and to weed out people that I feel like I
0: could and couldn't be the unfiltered version of myself with. Yeah, 100%. And it, it is tiring, like the mental toll of putting a filter on yourself when you're hanging out with people, like it really does wear on you.
1: Yeah. And I feel like you can't always show up as your unfiltered self. And maybe, you know, if you are struggling with ma- making friends and getting those deeper connections, maybe you are being too, I don't know, blunt or too much yourself at first. And maybe you could do a little bit of a masking. I don't know. Maybe it's the other case as well. Maybe you could be playing it a little more safe, matching that person a little bit until you do more activities, get to know each other better. Yeah, it's kind of like a dance, you know, it's kind of figuring it out. But I will say that through me doing More consistent activities with people,
0: I've been able to get closer to certain people that I feel for. And in relationships, you know, like it's normal to fight and argue and then you you get through on the other side. And like that does make it stronger. So I also just kind of want to shout and normalize like it's okay to have growing pains in your friendships. Like, if anything, I feel like that is a good sign that you're both being your true self and you're expressing what's on your heart and you're getting closer and not just, you know, gaslighting yourself and to not. Saying something that you want to say, or pretending there's not an elephant in the room when maybe there is something that needs to be acknowledged. So, yeah, just being self aware of your place in the friendship and the point at where you guys are at. Okay. Well, with all that to say, I feel like we can get into
1: some activity ideas. I think the only thing I was going to say as well with why I think activities are important, we all know it improves our overall health and wellness. It just feels good. I think that the biggest non, I don't know, physical health, quote unquote, problem that our generation or society deals with is loneliness. So... I don't think there could be a more pressing and appropriate thing to prioritize in all of our lives than getting together with friends, making friends, getting things on the schedule to do together. If you're not prioritizing this, I think you should because I know we have a podcast all about friendship and friends. But I know for me, I wasn't prioritizing getting people together in St. Louis like because I was just always traveling and always going out and about for work. But in the last six months, prioritizing friendships here has made me so much happier, so much more fulfilled living here. So if you needed a little push, to coordinate your own thing. And that's what I had to do. Like I did not have a friend here that was coordinating girls' nights, coordinating dinners out with people. So I just did it myself and just got a hodgepodge group of people from all my different types of my life together. And now we're all friends and now we all have a great time. So I'm so glad that I did that. And I don't know why, but sometimes I feel like we have resistance to do things. Like if we are scared, people are going to say no or sometimes it just feels like a lot of work to get things together. But if you needed a push, like it has been the most rewarding thing that I've done inviting people to things and getting people together at my house. So highly, highly recommend putting it on the forefront of your life.
0: Yeah. And how you just said you recognize that work and travel were kind of getting more attention for you and the social wellness category wasn't maybe getting as much. For Mm -hmm. me, work and my relationship with Clay was what was in the way for me because Clay, I hands down is the person in the world who I feel the closest to, who I can be my truest self around. We just get each other. Like, I love being with him and around him. So after a long work day, Clay's at home. I'm at home. Like, I'm just going to, by default, hang out with him. We're going to go get dinner. Oh, it's Sunday afternoon. Let's go to the farmer's market. And this period without living with him has been very illuminating on how much him and I just relied on hanging out with each other because we lived together and Mm -hmm. didn't go out of our way to prioritize the friendships in our life. And so him and I, we've kind of just like been going back and forth of sharing like, okay, I hung out with this person. I did this. And like, he's getting lunch with his guy friend and they're like going for bike rides together. And I've been having girls over and doing dinners and other things that I wasn't doing as much of when him and I lived together. So no matter what it is for you in your life, whether it's work, a relationship, a travel schedule, anxiety, depression, whatever it is, like maybe you have some type of block up that's preventing you from adding more friendship activities in your life. So you could just maybe reflect on that. You don't have to go full send. You can ease into this journey. You have your whole life to get more friendships. You don't have to change everything overnight. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is your reminder to nurture that side and get out of your comfort zone and do it because I'm so glad that I did, even if I was nervous that no one was going to show up. It was so worth it. Cool. Is that a kickoff? Yeah. I think activities <laughs> do with friends. All right, here we go. 45 minutes into the episode. <laughs> it's fine. <I> they <laughs> kick off like we're like five minutes in. Yeah. So to <laughs> no, actually
0: don't. tell you guys what we wrote down.
1: <laughs> First thing I thought was just like summer is the perfect energy and environment for doing activities with friends. And for me right now, i said it, three times this episode. So here's the fourth. Pickleball, like that is my activity with friends because I feel like for me, I can reserve a court. So this is like, this is how I've been doing it. I'm reserving a court and I text people. Actually, we reserved two courts yesterday. So you can reserve one or two courts, text your friends. Hey, I have a court from seven to eight at Forest Park if you want to come come like we're all just going to play and have a good time. It's low stress because as long as you have yourself and one other person like you're good to go. You can still play, but then more people can join. So, like my friend Taylor and her boyfriend came, Connor's friend and his girlfriend came or fiance. So like you can just easily get more and more people to come and it's just like a low stress way to get people together. It's a short time commitment. You can do 1 hour, you can do 2 hours. It's nice to be in the park. It's nice to be outside. Like McKenna was saying yesterday that it felt like when you were a kid and you would eat dinner and then you would go outside your neighborhood and play with other kids. Like that's how the pickleball nights have been feeling. Like you go eat dinner and then you go out and play with your friends. Like it's just so easy and so fun. I love that. So highly recommend. And if you're, I don't know how much they are. I can link some pickleball paddles and stuff, but I feel like it's a very affordable hobby to get into. And like I said, you can even
0: rent gear if you go to like your local parks and stuff. I love that. Okay. I wanted to talk about holiday related activities because Mm -hmm. for me, me, holidays have always made me feel extra anxious and overwhelmed because I'm like, okay, I have to do everything in my regular life. And now everything around this holiday, instead of maybe switching the script to be like, how can I make this an opportunity to romanticize my life or do fun things with people that I care about? So even just the 4th of July, like Clay and I, we did a little yoga in the backyard. We hung out, we made dinner. It wasn't necessarily like a 4th of July celebration, but how it fell on a Tuesday, I forced myself to shut my life. Laptop, how I said at like one or two PM, which I wouldn't have done on a normal day. And then it was so rewarding to get to, you know, mentally clock out from work and spend time with someone I cared about. And with all of the holidays that we have, there are so many awesome opportunities that you can build activities around for May Day, like Carrow Down flat making flower bouquets. We have Thanksgiving that you can do Friendsgiving dinners. For Christmas, you can go shopping with your friends. You can do secondhand gifts, you can do DIY gifts together over the new year. You can make resolution PowerPoints. You can do Galentine's Day parties. You could do like Easter brunch with friends. Like rather than feeling it like it's this added extra thing to do in your life, maybe make it as a, a way that's a time to do something fun. I know some people absolutely love holidays, so I'm kind of speaking more <laughs> to the people that feel overwhelmed by holidays like myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the girls night or having
1: people over for a night is a great way to tie up in these holidays too. It's just what month is it that month? Can you even find, there's like these wacky niche holidays like I know last Friday I think was donut day like maybe you can have friends over and decorate donuts or just everyone bring two donuts and have like a big donut feast I don't know there's just like so many different things you could do with this and yeah like you said it's just about romanticizing your life finding a cute fun way to put a spin on I don't
0: know, our day-to-day lives. Exactly, because holidays should be something to celebrate. Like it's supposed to be an added fun thing to our lives. Like holidays weren't made to be super stress-inducing, but I feel like as societies move along, we've added a lot of attachments and expectations to holidays for them to be a certain way. So letting Mm -hmm. go of some of those expectations and just being like, let's remember that it's supposed to be fun, just be celebrating, supposed to be a good time with people I care about. And maybe that will change your perspective. I love that. Okay, well, next thing I was going to say, which
1: kind of, like I just said, relates to holiday activities, having a girls' night. Can you coordinate a girls' night maybe once a month and maybe get a group of gals and you guys can agree that someone will host this month, someone else will host the next month, et cetera. Some really fun activities. You could do a pizza making night. Now that I have a pizza oven, I feel like that's the next thing I want to do is have people over. Maybe I provide the toppings and you can just bring your own dough. (laughs) (laughs) B-Y-O-D. And, you know, force Connor to make them all in our pizza oven well we get to decorate them and like do fun stuff like that. Yeah. Anything like cake decorating, cookie decorating, I feel like that's fun. Can you make vision boards together? Can you, is there a big show or I don't know, Kardashians, Dancing with the Stars? Like, is there something that you guys can watch together? And again, like you don't actually have to watch the show. I feel like it is just an excuse to get together. Stuff like that. So I feel like right now I'm going to use pickleball as my replacement for bachelor nights. Like I think I did every Monday for what, like eight weeks I had people over for The Bachelor. Now I'm just going to do like Monday nights or pickleball nights when that not- is kind of over. Maybe I'll transition into like the fall winter doing like every Tuesday night we're doing girls night doesn't matter what it is in what form but I feel like getting something on the schedule and just having something consistent will make getting together with friends a lot easier and the lower the expectations
0: the better. Tying in with that for someone like I said who feels anxious and overwhelmed by all the things doing home projects and regular tasks together Mm -hmm. has been like my starting point for incorporating more Hangouts in my life because that to me doesn't feel like, okay, well, now all of these other things aren't getting done. And I think that this was stemmed from Jesse and I both opening our Airbnbs at the same time. Because her and I both wanted to get get them open and there is a lot of to-dos to get an Airbnb started. We were like we have to furnish it, we've got to get the photos, we need to like figure out all the legal things and so we would be at each other's houses and like I'm like wh- helping her water her plants. She's like helping me bring the bed frames like up the stairs. Like things that we already needed to do that were so much more helpful and fun with a friend and if you have someone that's like in a similar like either life stage to you that could be like if you're both having babies you could you know go baby shopping and decorate your nurseries together if you're both in need of a closet clean out you guys could go to each other's houses take some things out of each other's closet whether they end up getting donated you could swap some items you could organize pantries or closets and like you're able to talk while you're doing this but you're also kind of getting something done you could do yard projects like Gardening, pulling weeds. You could do indoor projects like maybe painting a room. You could go thrifting together to get home decor stuff for your house if you're like moving or you want to redecorate. I just feel like sometimes we think it has to be an extra activity that isn't just something in our day to day lives. And obviously, those are more like a girl's night where you're making pizza. Of course. I love that. That is way more fun than (laughs) having to clean out a pantry, but we need to get all the stuff done in life. So it's nice to have some friends, like you said, where the expectations are really low and you can just invite them over to your house and kind of still keep doing whatever you do.
1: Yes. A hundred percent. I love that. And yeah, it definitely opens up still having friends over and getting that social need met without having to yeah, go out and buy a bunch of toppings like that definitely takes some hosting talents that takes a lot of time, energy, money. So I think you're so right. Just integrating your friends into
0: what you're already doing top notch, top, like that's the best. Which with that, we could probably shout some fitness things since that's also probably a big part of you and your friends' lives. No, I seriously love getting friends together to go work out. I
1: I wish more people would come to plank classes with me because it's just like such a good way for me to hang out with people and bond, like go to a morning plank class, which is Pilates here in St. Louis. But go to a plank class, go get a coffee afterwards. Then it's like you worked out, you can do like a 45 minute hour coffee date or breakfast like that's just such a perfect morning i feel like for me i'm literally gonna do that tomorrow i'm going to work out class a friend and then we're gonna eat coffee afterwards i feel like then you can start off your day on a high i feel like some of your friendships really rejuvenate you and they all i mean all, honestly all of your friendships should rejuvenate you and fill up your cup and i feel like what a better way to start a day than with a good little friendship hang where you're mm. also getting physical improving your mental health physical health all
0: that yeah, and some other fitness-related shouts besides just like a workout class. You guys could go for a walk or a run together. You could go for a bike ride together. You could do a workout at each other's houses. There's so many apps and workouts on YouTube mm-hmm. that you could literally just like put a mat on the ground and do something together. You guys could get Class Pass and try out a new place. You could go to a regular gym and hit a workout together. Like, they pro- one of you might have a membership. You can use a buddy pass. You could do if you have like a friend that you don't live in the same place. Maybe you guys like do a FaceTime and you could do. A workout or a walk together. There's really a lot of fitness things that you can do with someone else that, like you said, you're getting a workout in and your social cup filled two birds with one stone.
1: I know. Yeah. I know with Peloton, you can schedule workouts with your friends and then you can kind of compete on your Peloton. Or if you're just using the app, you can kind of both be on it together at the same time, which is really fun. Another kind of fitness health related, if your city has a cool, Sauna place, cold plunging place. That could be a fun little day activity. Mm. Go hit the saunas, the cold plunge together. I feel like that would be really fun. Maybe that's not something you do on your own, but could do that with a friend. I feel like I've been seeing more of those places on
0: social media, and that'd be a fun thing to tackle with a friend. Yeah, definitely. Like, is cryotherapy the one where it's like dry ice? Yeah, I think so. I don't, I've
1: never done that. I don't know what that looks like, but. I have seen that. Yeah, they like grease you or something in like a booth. Yes.
0: Yeah, like obviously I don't <laughs> think it's dry ice, but it like looks like or, yeah, dry ice. yeah,
1: yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, that can be a fun one too. So- any of those health and wellness things. All right, real quick, we want to tell you guys about one of our sponsors, Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals, make eating better easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian-approved meals delivered straight to your door. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan, veggie, and more. We absolutely love Factor. I cannot even tell you how delicious these meals are, guys, and I just love that you just throw it in the microwave, it's ready in two minutes. I've had some crazy busy weeks lately, and all my free time, I'm wedding planning. I'm trying to eat right for my wedding. And Factor makes it so easy to do that. They have high protein meals, which I love. I'm trying to hit those 30 grams of protein every single meal. And Factor meals do that time and time again. They have delicious snacks, smoothies, and more. I love the coffee and chocolate breakfast smoothie. It's a protein smoothie and it is so delicious. I just can't tell you enough of how good and delicious Factor is. It's seriously the real deal. And if you guys use our code ALREADYFRIENDS50, you'll get 50% off. Again, that is ALREADYFRIENDS50 for 50 percent off your first order and that's at factormeals.com so go to factormeals.com slash friends 50 to give factor a try for yourself it's seriously so worth it and we're so grateful to have them as a sponsor of the already friends podcast say goodbye
0: some other things in the community. Kara said this before that she had her local pool pass last summer but you can just get day Mm -hmm. passes. Maybe there's a nearby lake that you can lay out, read, catch some sun. I'm sure your city or town has a farmer's market. Like we said earlier, you can get library cards together. At my library, you're allowed to like take in a coffee so you guys could like go grab Mm -hmm. a coffee to go, go into the library and then obviously you don't want to try to kind of be quiet at the library so maybe get out your (laughs) your talking before but then you could go into Read together. You could go to a park with your books if you wanted to spend some time outside. You can go to a movie. Carrot down go to a museums yeah I have some friends that we have like a thing
1: for one friend me and her go to the pool together and we've kind of been going to different pools like I went to her community pool and now next she'll go to my pool I have some friends that we want to try different restaurants so maybe you can have like a thing with someone where you try out different museums or you try out different restaurants together and then you don't have to even think about what you're going to do next time you hang out you just know that you're going to try out different coffee shops together you can kind of make it like a little rating review system with each other of like, okay, we really liked this coffee shop. Mm, Didn't like this one as much, but have a a thing with someone and then you can bounce around different places knowing that next time you hang out,
0: it's just going to be a different whatever it is. Oh my God, I love that. And those were way better activity shouts. Unintentionally, my ex-boyfriend and I in college, we... When we would have a night off, we would go look for the best Long Island in our city. So mm-hmm. every time we would go to a different place, and like you said, yeah, we kind of had a ranking or be like, okay, that one didn't compare to this one. It was kind of fun. Obviously, a Long Island is like a really aggressive drink, but <laughs> I did see one of the girls going on our Costa Rica trip saying that her thing and her friends was to try the best margaritas in their town. Obviously, you guys yeah. know I don't drink alcohol anymore, but I love this idea of maybe you go find the best matcha, maybe you're trying to find the best park, you're running trail, whatever. I love this. I feel like that would help give some structure to some of my friendships because I feel like so many times it's like, okay, well, what should we do today? Like, what are you feeling? And then there's like so much planning
1: mm-hmm.
0: when it should be more about the time together and you shouldn't have to figure out just spend so much time figuring out just like, what are you going to do for like an hour?
1: No. Yeah. Me and my friend Aaron we're literally pool friends. And that's what we just decided that we hang out and go to the pool together. (laughs) So yeah, maybe we can make it more of a thing where we try out more pools and do a little ranking. Cause yeah, I think that that is such a good tip. Finding the best Caesar salad in your city, finding the best app, the best calamari, like whatever it is,
0: get a thing with a friend and like make it a goal. I love this. I'm like (laughs) writing this down. I'm like going to go through my friends and be like, okay, what can our thing be? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Okay. Some last shout, bigger outings that we want to shout out that can be really fun, but definitely take more coordination. Make a reservation for six people at a restaurant and then just invite a bunch of people. Say, hey, I have a reservation for six people on Saturday, 6 p.m. If you want to come, let me know. It's just first come, first serve. Then you can get like a really fun group of people together. Maybe if you have a bunch of different friends that you want to get together with and maybe you don't have time for six individual hangs, you could just do one big dinner with them and they can all meet each other. You can all meet each other. It'll be a grand old time. A float trip, very appropriate for summer you float down a river you take like a bus and it takes you to one side of a river and you float down that's so fun I did one three summers ago with a group of friends and we had a blast camping you can rent some glamping tents, if you're not the rugged type, or you could go to a national park, bring your tent, and do all that kind of stuff. Um, renting a boat for the day—you don't need a birthday or a holiday or any excuse to rent a boat. It's so fun, and it can be really affordable if you get a group of people. Yeah, I think those are some bigger activities that take more planning. That one shout anything
0: that comes to mind with you. Um, still group outings, but maybe if you were overwhelmed by the planning, you could even just say like, well, me at a park or uh, like like if there's like a national park or like In Omaha, we have Fontenelle Forest, which you can just like go and do hikes and it's like a $6 day pass. You could just say like, hey, I'm going to be at this park kind of like picnicking, like which you said. I don't know what episode we were talking about that, but being like, hey, I'm going to be at the park at this time. You can come, bring music, bring other friends, bring snacks. I don't care. I'll be here from Saturday, say like noon to 3 p.m. if you want to stop by. And then it's kind of nice because people don't feel like they have to either be there the whole time. They can come and go when they want. They can make that experience work for them and their schedule. And then wrapping up kind of with all of these, I was thinking about how it's really nice if you can add people to your things that you're already doing, how you're like, okay, my pool friend, my um, workout class friend, because then if someone cancels on you, you're still going to be doing the thing already. So it's not like, wow, I'm left hanging. I had planned for this on Saturday night and now I'm not doing it anymore and I got ready or I scheduled out time for this. It can be nice if you were just already planning on doing something. And then it's a bonus if a friend can join you. Yeah, absolutely. I feel
1: like, like you said, it's low pressure. It doesn't require anyone to commit, but yeah, it can cause really fun events and memories and stuff. Some people have really hard time committing to things. And if you're just gonna be somewhere already, they can just show up and it works
0: out really great. Do you have any pro tips for the group hostings? I feel like you're a good host. Oh my gosh. I'm like a amateur host.
1: I'm trying to season my sharpen my skills. Um I think just have a clean house and have a clean bathroom (laughs) is a really good tip if you're having people over. No one wants to go in someone's bathroom and be like gross and nasty. Just like clean up your house and have an activity, whether it's just watching The Bachelor and have a couple snacks. I feel like if you're going to host, I know it sucks that you have to like go out and buy things, but I feel like have like one or two snacks is a definitely a pro tip for people over because people are going to come hungry or if they're not hungry, they'll definitely want to nibble on things. So I try to have like chips and salsa or celery, carrots and hummus, pita chips and that's why it's good to like rotate who's hosting too because then you can like take turns with who buys some snacks. But also whenever I've had people over, they always bring snacks too. People are just really kind. I think one of my tips was just making reservations for if you're going to play pickleball with a bigger group or if you're going to go to like a dinner because sometimes with summer and how busy some destinations are, things are just super booked and busy. And You don't want to spend your whole time hanging out being stressed about where you're going to eat or like trying to find a different restaurant to go to and stuff. So Make reservations
0: where appropriate. I could not agree more. Nothing kills the vibe more Mm -hmm. than like meeting up with a friend. You get to the place you want to eat and they're like, okay, it's going to be 45 minutes to an hour. And you're like, okay, like, should we scramble and find somewhere else? Do we walk around? And then, yeah, you're just like spending too much brain space thinking about that instead of just getting to spend time together. Mm -hmm. So I think making reservations is a really great follow-up. And I like that you kind of said the thing about cleaning. I will (laughs) say sometimes I like will invite someone over as a way to force myself to do a deep clean. Yeah, and it's not that I'm like necessarily only cleaning for them. Like, of course, I want my space to be presentable to have a guest over, but like it does force me to be like, okay, let's tidy up, let's do a vacuum, let's Windex some stuff. Like, it's not like my house is ever really like, or my apartment is not super messy, but you know, scrub the toilet, those type of things that maybe you've been putting off because you don't really want to. That if you knew you were hosting, you might be like, okay, this is a good excuse to clean.
1: No, my house actually is disgusting. And <laughs> it does make me clean. Like when I was doing bachelor nights, my house had never been cleaner because it was like once a week, everyone was coming over and I was going all out. And it definitely even encourages you to think about doing the house projects that you've been putting off. Like I hate our bathroom. It's so outdated and it's fine. It's just like really small and it's we only have one bathroom. And having people over, I'm like, okay, let, let's get these house projects going and let's Paint the tile. Like let's let's fix her up. Let's
0: make her cute. Okay, wait. I low-key love your bathroom though, and it's so funny that both of our bathrooms are like ancient. Like we both oh, have very. Hey, that's dated nice. Bathrooms. Thanks for the compliment on my
1: literal ancient bathroom. But yeah, I think she needs an upgrade. But we both have
0: what what era is that? Like the seventies tiling? What is that? Yeah, like literal. Fl- if you guys have not like, I mean, it's not like we like share photos of our bathrooms online, but like <laughs> floors to ceiling colored tile. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mine's a tan, too. I like your tan. Mine's blue.
1: I know. And like, why do I feel like that could be cute? Like, blue tile
0: sounds like it'd be so cute and fun, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah, like the intention was there. I have one, my, one bathroom on my side and one on the Airbnb side. And they were like really into the blue, but like split it up. So one bathroom, the blue is in the tile, both on the floor and the walls, floor to ceiling, but then white, sink, and bathtub. And then for some reason... On the other bathroom, they were like, okay, we'll go with white walls. But then my shower, my literal bathtub, and my sink are Robin's egg blue. (laughs) So blue. (laughs) That's so funny. It's fine great yeah i think those are some good tips make
1: sure you have a clean house because you know we love our friends and they don't judge us but they do judge us and definitely have some like bathroom spray you know if someone has to poop like they don't want to make it stinky like be nice to them put out some poopery put out some spray those are my tips <laughs> light a candle that's a good tip too light a candle in the bathroom before people come over because then if someone does like poop in your bathroom no one will
0: know because the candle's already lit you know oh that is nice <laughs> See, you are entering your host era. You're learning yeah. tips a little bit more every time. I need <laughs> yeah. to get so much better at hosting. I, it I is, it's what it is. Like, it takes a lot of energy. And this is why we're putting this
1: episode out. This is the push. If you are thinking about doing a hosting event, just do one, try it out. We're encouraging you because it, it does take pre-planning and it does take putting yourself out there,
0: but it's so worth it. I guess maybe how you were talking about the group dinners or if we did like the park thing, you could start your hosting not in your home. Like let mm-hmm. the restaurant cook, let the park be the vibe and nurture your hosting skills. And then when you're like, okay, I feel ready to like host at my house, then you could do that. So I do feel like that is a bigger thing to try to coordinate mm-hmm. everyone coming over. Obviously, I feel like hosting, we're not talking about like hosting one or two friends. I'm like talking about like hosting like a gathering is... Yeah. Effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all baby steps. We're all figuring it out, figuring how to have fun with people. I really wanted, last thing, I want to talk about the camping one for a second because I feel like this is so fun. I grew up camping so much. My dad was like really into it. My sister's into it. Clay is very much into it. I think Clay and I and some friends are going to do a camping trip in August, but um, you don't even have to stay overnight. Like if you're not the type of person that wants to sleep in a tent, if there's a campground like within an hour of you, you could still go all day, like bring your dogs, bring some outdoor activities, like some yard games, pack a cooler, have a bonfire, and then you could still go home at like 10 p.m. and have like had a big part of like the camp experience and just split the cost. I feel like to rent a spot camping is like 30 bucks. Like it's very affordable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is one of the activities I saw
1: in here. I'm like, oh, that sounds so fun. If I can coordinate overnight or not, like you said, it just is so summer and yeah, music, bonfire,
0: like all that just sounds so fun. Doesn't that? Okay. I'm like, I'm writing this down on my, adding it to my summer bucket list because I need to follow through with that. Oh, Mm -hmm. and Karen and I were talking about this right before we hopped on. Sorry, my pen is like clicking as I'm writing, but my stepbrothers took the Amtrak from Omaha out to Colorado and I just wanted to kind of share that that is a thing for anyone who happens to live in the United States, that we do have a train that goes across the country and it has a few different routes. So it's like, if I wanted to go to Chicago, I could hop on the Amtrak and go Omaha to Chicago and then you could take it Chicago to somewhere else. Like very much on my bucket list to take the Amtrak at some point because it's cheap. You can do other stuff while you're on the train. You don't have to like put miles on your car, pay for gas money, you just like get on the train.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that can be our final thought. It's like the best activity of all is always a trip. So if you want to do a (laughs) trip with friends and go on an Amtrak train ride together, I don't think there's a better way to bond people or to find out that you're not compatible. Oh
0: yeah, so fun. It makes me just like think of Europe. I'm so jealous of people who live in Europe that can just like live in Amsterdam and like take the train over to Paris with their friends. Like that Mm -hmm. is my dream life. No, like we were joking before we hopped on. Elon, where is the Hyperloop?
1: Like stop with Twitter We get it. You're trying to make an app. But like, we need the Hyperloop now. Let's go. Yeah. I need to get on a train that takes me 35 minutes to Kansas City or an hour to Las Vegas. Like, we got to get this moving.
0: I know. We like how far we've advanced in technology. It's wild that it still would take me and you seven hours to drive to see each other. Like, is that really the best way? No, it's magnet trains that levitate that (laughs) Daddy Elon sponsors. Like, let's go. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, this was fun. I feel inspired and excited. And like, I want to coordinate something for this weekend. I think we should definitely put out a challenge that... If you're listening to this, we challenge you to do one activity
1: with friends this summer. That's it. That's all we're asking. Coordinate something. It doesn't have to be that big, but
0: get some people together and fill your social needs cup. Be the initiator. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Yay. Well, this was awesome. Great ideas. Love them. Yay.
1: Okay, great. Well, thanks so much for being here, guys. That was another episode of Already Friends. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We want to tell you guys, what is our favorite thing in this world? Getting Apple and Spotify reviews. So to thank you guys, when we hit 500 reviews on
0: Apple and Spotify, we're going to give you one of your favorite things. And we're going to tell you what it is. It's a $50 gift card to wherever you want. Please, come on. We're desperate. We're literally dreaming up these reviews in our sleep. Got to help us get there. If we want to keep creating great Already Friends podcast shows for you guys, we need those reviews. So don't make us beg, all right? So
1: leave a rating, leave a review, screenshot it, send it to us. And yeah, when we hit 500, we'll pick two
0: of you guys to get a $50 gift card to whoever you choose. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will catch you in the review section of our show. Love y'all. Love ya, Bye.